Welcome to Thursday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. When people do really silly things, we get really silly laws. And I will explain exactly what I'm talking about in today's nerd news. And it's really starting to look like we never landed on the moon. I'll tell you about it in today's Core 4. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Thursday, January 11th, 2024. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. A record-breaking 20 million Americans have signed up for health insurance through the Affordable Care Act marketplace, also known as Obamacare. Last year, 16.3 million people enrolled in the program, which was the highest at that point, and the year before that was also a record-breaking year. And you can expect to hear all about this over the next few months because President Biden will likely boast about these results on the campaign trail, while Trump will talk about how he plans to dismantle the plan if he takes office. And if you currently do not have health insurance for 2024, you have until Tuesday, January 16th to sign up at healthcare.gov. And if you were disenrolled in Medicaid last year, you actually have through March to sign up for health insurance this year at healthcare. And side note, Anthony and I are actually two of those 20 million people who get our health insurance through the Affordable Care Act marketplace. We are among other small business owners, self-employed people, restaurant workers, fast food restaurant workers. I mean, anyone that doesn't have an employer paying for insurance should be using the Affordable Care Act marketplace. And if you haven't heard about it before today, I totally get it. I did not know it existed until I didn't have health insurance anymore. Healthcare of for all the info and how you can sign up. We are all guilty of this one very human thing. When we get really good at something, we forget how difficult that thing was before we got good at it. Think about this. At some point in your life, you couldn't walk, right? You couldn't talk. And now you probably take those things for granted. Let's take it one step further. At one point in time, Traveling across the country that we now know as America was insanely dangerous. People died a lot. Now you can hop on a plane in New York, take a nap and land in California. We often take that for granted. So why am I talking about learning to walk in the Oregon Trail? Well, now we're going to pivot to measles. And this will make sense in about 30 seconds. In the early 1900s, measles killed over 6,000 people a year in America. In the late 60s, we got a vaccine, and by the year 2000, measles was essentially eradicated in America. But then, we forgot. We forgot how bad measles could be, how contagious it was, and how dangerous it is for children who contract the disease. And people stopped getting their kids vaccinated. Which brings us to today, where a measles outbreak in Philly all started when an unvaccinated parent and child brought the disease back to America after traveling abroad. The parent then decided, even though they were told to quarantine, to send their sick, unvaccinated child to daycare where the virus spread to other kids who were either too young to be vaccinated or just unvaccinated themselves. Now, an outbreak sounds super scary and people in Philly should definitely be on alert, but we're talking about eight or so patients at the moment, six of which at least needed to be sent to the hospital. And one of the concerns with measles is how easily it passes from one person to another. A person with measles can pass that disease to 90% of the people they come in contact with. It's highly contagious. 
Thankfully, most parents are still vaccinating their children for measles, but if your child is still too young for the vaccine, you might want to look into vaccine requirements for their daycare or school. If the phrase was moon or bust, we chose bust for now. NASA has delayed this year's planned mission to send astronauts to the moon, which once again is making that 1969 moon landing seem a little sus. First, we had the lunar lander incident on Monday. That was where a fuel leak happened a few hours after launching, and that caused Astrobotic to suspend their mission to the moon. Now, as part of the Artemis program, NASA planned to have one crewed mission fly around the moon and then land another crew on the moon. That flyby was delayed until September of 2025, and the landing was delayed until September of 2026. This all seems so far away. NASA's teams are working on two issues, one involving a battery and another with a component that affects ventilation and temperature control. NASA also planned to use SpaceX's Starship rocket to get the astronauts from lunar orbit to the surface and back, but during its two test flights last year, the rocket exploded. So this whole delay is pretty understandable. Talk about making an entrance. Hunter Biden, the president's son, waltzed right into the nation's capital yesterday and almost caused a riot. But you're going to need a quick backstory for this to all make sense. Republicans in Congress have been investigating the Biden family, hoping they'll be able to gather enough information to launch an actual impeachment trial on the president. So far, even Republicans in Congress haven't been impressed with the information the committee's turned up. So where does Hunter fit into all of this? Well, House Republicans issued a subpoena for Hunter in the fall, meaning they used their power to hopefully make Hunter show up to D.C. and testify. But there was a catch. Republicans wanted this to be a closed-door private recorded interview, not a public testimony that we'd usually see. Hunter said that he would agree to come and testify, but it had to be public and televised because he didn't want Republicans to be able to misquote him or lie altogether about what was said in the closed door private meeting. The two sides couldn't come to an agreement, so Republicans stuck with their initial request and Hunter didn't show up. That means Hunter could be held in contempt of court and in theory, the House could use different means to hold Hunter accountable. But the committee would need to hold a meeting to decide if they were going to hold Hunter in contempt. Hopefully you've followed along so far because now this brings us to yesterday where the House Oversight and Accountability Committee was meeting to discuss holding the president's son in contempt. And Hunter, in either the dumbest or smartest political move, showed up. He was literally sitting in the room while these representatives were about to discuss what they'd do with him. The Republican representatives seemed to be pretty surprised when they realized that Hunter was sitting there and some had some pretty choice words for the president's son. It was an absolute scene. Eventually, when Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene was about to speak, Hunter Biden walked out, which then caused a whole nother scene. And listen, I'm not here to tell you what side to take on this. But I think we'd all like to get to the bottom of it and figure out if Hunter somehow linked his dad to some sort of bribery scheme when he was the vice president. If he did, everyone should be held accountable. If he didn't, we should all move on. But here's the one thing to think of as these Republicans specifically talk about holding Hunter in contempt. Republicans Jim Jordan, Andy Briggs, and Scott Perry are all on this committee and they are very vocal about how Hunter needs to honor the subpoena by Congress and show up to their meeting. 
but all three of them did the same exact thing when they were served subpoenas by Congress to answer questions about their involvement or knowledge about the events of January 6th, 2021 at the Capitol. They chose not to show up. So having these guys specifically scream about this whole subpoena situation as loud as they are, it's kind of silly. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Millions of U.S. kids will not go hungry this summer, thanks to a new federal program. 20 million low-income kids will have access to the Summer Electronic Benefit Transfer Program, also known as Summer EBT. It will give families access to $120 per child over the summer to buy food at grocery stores, farmers markets, or other authorized dealers. Children who qualify for the free or reduced price school meals program are eligible for summer EBT. This program began as a pilot project back in 2011, and it's finally being implemented. Many kids suffer from increased hunger in the summer because they don't have access to free lunch like they do at school. $2.5 billion in grocery benefits are expected to be distributed. 35 states and four tribes are expected to be a part of the program this summer with more joining next year. However, several states, including Nebraska and Iowa, have said they will not be joining because they believe the program is just an outdated pandemic relief measure, even though it was piloted in 2011. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul, a Democrat, and Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, a Republican, both agreed this program will help the kids of their state stay fed and healthy throughout the summer. I have no idea how we functioned before having our accounts connected to Rocket Money. We get alerts when subscription costs increase, and it's great because then we can decide if something we're subscribed to is worth keeping. Yeah, and if you're not careful, they'll sneak up on you. <laughs> they do. Uh, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. If you want to know what's going on with your finances, but you definitely do not want to comb through every transaction, you need Rocket Money. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place. So if you have multiple credit cards or bank accounts, this lets you see everything you're spending your hard-earned money on. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. That's half a billion dollars, by the way. Saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash CMA. That's rocketmoney.com slash CMA. rocketmoney.com slash CMA. Just when I think their games couldn't get any weirder. All the songs you know and love, but different. Let's play Cover Lovers. Just think all the way, all the way back. Oh, no. To 2017. Okay, that's, I mean, that seems like it was 90 years ago, but it's not. 2017, there was a whole pandemic that happened between now and then. (laughs) A lot of Uh, things. Different president. There was a lot going on back then. So before we jump back into 2017 and give you some of the biggest songs from that year, Carla Marie, can you please introduce today's contestants? Yes. Coming to us from Bellevue, Washington is Jessalyn. Good morning, Jessalyn. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good morning to Bryn, who is coming to us from Seattle. Hi, Bryn. Hi. So we've got the the east side and I guess the west side of Lake Washington right now going head to head. The battle 
of Seattle, as we're going to call it today. Um, Now, Jesslyn, you are going to kick off round one. Are you ready for your first two second tune? Yes. Ed, Ed Sharon, Shape of You. Woo, two yeah. points. Hell yeah. Love with the shape of you. Push and pull. You Very wasted. quick. Yeah, no yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. That was impressive. Moving over to Bryn, to your part of round one, here is your two second tune. Um, Believer, Imagine Dragons. Two points. Yes. I love when we get through round one. So easy. Perfectly, because it just makes everyone, I think, feel a little more at ease. You know, you got one under your belt. Uh, You're ready to go, but it is going to get harder. It is. So, (laughs) Jessalyn, back over to you for round two. Here is your two second tune. Pass. Oh, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Bryn, you can steal. Um... I know I'll know it if I hear more. I have no idea. Ooh, no idea. Man, right after I, I think I jinxed us. I know, way us. to go, Anthony. <laughs> I talked about how everyone got it right. Well, the correct answer would have been Post Malone, Rockstar. You were right. You would know it. All right. Zero points on that part for Jesslyn. Now moving over to Bryn. Here is your second two-second tune. It's um, Sam Hunt, Body Like a Back Road. Two points. Yeah. Body like a back road, All right. Well, well done, Carla Marie. Before we get into round three. Uh, Jessalyn has two points. Bryn has four, but it is still anybody's game. Exactly. Jessalyn, it is going to get a little harder. Are you ready for your final two-second tune? Yes. Liam Payne, strip that down. Two points. We would have also uh, used Quavo for a correct answer because oh. he is on the song as well. Now, let me set the scene for you, Bryn. If you get one point, one or two, obviously, but if you get one point, the game is over. You win. You lock it in. However, if you get zero points, you leave the door open for Jessalyn to swoop in and steal your points to either tie or win the game. So everything really is on the line right now. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Okay. Here is possibly the final two-second tune. Oh, that's Charlie Puth attention. Two points and the win. That was so close. Also, I love how she was like, oh, yeah, that's Charlie Puth attention. You know what I love? So first off, you both actually did very, very well. Yeah. So congratulations to both of you. Congratulations to Bryn for the win. Yep. I like that. It, well, actually, they, they both would have rhymed. Yeah, it would have rhymed with either of you. But I also like you guys, you either knew the answer immediately or wasted zero time. Yeah. I'm just like, no, no, no. This uh, isn't for me. Appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Now that you've actually played. Um, I know everyone says it's harder when you play in person. So first, Jesslyn, how did you feel after the uh, game? I feel pretty good. And Bryn? Um, I don't think it was as hard as I, I thought it was going to be. Okay, wow. good. Okay. So everyone else lied. That's it. <laughs> Which is a great reminder that you can always sign up. Yep. Carla Marie, tell people where they can sign up to play. We put the link in the description of the episode. But if you ever have any issues finding it, you can always DM us on Instagram at Carla Marie and Anthony, and I'll send it to you. Oh, nerds. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. What's the stupidest law you can think of? Whatever it is. The thing you have to think about 
is someone had to do something to force that law to be written. Okay. Now, why am I saying this? Because this week, Illinois just passed a law banning live streaming while driving. Yes, it is now officially illegal in the state of Illinois to drive and live stream, whether that's YouTube or Twitch or whatever, at the same time, which most normal, sensible people would say, yeah, you shouldn't be live streaming and creating content while you drive. But someone in the state apparently uh, got caught doing it. So now no one can. And let's use this live streaming update as a reminder that we, Carla Marie and I, will be live streaming today on Twitch. And no, we will not be driving, but you can hang out with us 8 a.m. on the West Coast. That's 11 a.m. on the East Coast. And you can find us at twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. This episode of The Morning Show Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We talk all the time about getting your priorities in order, but how do you actually know what that order should be? Great question. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Yeah, you don't need to wait until you're dealing with trauma to start therapy. Actually, going to therapy can help you develop coping strategies for when you do find yourself in those difficult situations. If you've been thinking about starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. There's a brief questionnaire to fill out before you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That's one of my favorite features, honestly. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash CMA show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash CMA show. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. This isn't how things normally work here on the Morning Show podcast. Regularly in Pop Stop, we would each have our own individual updates. But today we're kind of smashing them together. Well, what normally does happen on Pop Stop is the category we're talking about today. And it's sports, but it's sports with a Z. So, Anthony, welcome to Sports with a Z. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, what would you like to bring to the table today? First, the biggest announcement in my life, since I'm a big college football fan, is the greatest college football coach of all time decided to step down yesterday. Nick Saban will no longer be the coach at the University of Alabama, which is wild. How long was he the coach? He started there in 2007. And here's wow. a crazy stat about Nick Saban at Alabama. And he did win a uh, national championship before getting to Alabama. Okay. He coached originally at Toledo, then Michigan State, won a national championship at LSU, went to the Dolphins for two years, came oh, wow. back to college, and got to Alabama. Now, at Alabama, if he recruited you, if Nick Saban recruited you at Alabama and you played all four years, you were guaranteed a national championship. Like that's what he told you? No, basically any freshman <laughs> that came into his program and graduated and waited till, waited till their uh, senior year got a national championship. Wow. That is insane. That is actually, that is quite the run. And someone else who had quite the run and is stepping down and is in my world is Coach Pete Carroll of the Seattle Seahawks. I believe he was there 14 years, um, what, one Super Bowl, 10 different seasons in the postseason. Mm -hmm. Like he's had 
a run. And on top of like all of the amazing things he's done as a coach for the team, like he's just a cool guy. Like he is. I have never heard Granted, I've only been with the team two years. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone say a single bad thing about, I mean, anything. It's always just good things. How nice he is, how funny he is to be around. He smiled at me once and said hi. <laughs> I mean, he's so cool. But he's still going to be with the organization, right? Yeah. So he'll be, I guess, an advisor within the organizations. And it's fun to, like, same thing with Nick Saban is that it's rare that you get to see coaches kind of say, I'm stepping back and this is what I'm going to do mm-hmm. and not be fired like we've yeah. seen all over the NFL. So it's cool to see these guys at their time be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to move on to what's next. And the third name. Oh, geez. Keep in mind, this is still in football. We went from coaching in college to coaching in the pros. Now we're going to talk about playing in the pros. Uh, yesterday, I talked about the beef that Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel had and how Aaron Rodgers has used over the last two weeks his time on the Pat McAfee show to kind of air his grievances, if you will. And my theory yesterday was that there is some Disney executive that loves this because people are tuning in Mm -hmm. to ESPN. People are tuning in to see what Jimmy Kimmel says on ABC. So Disney makes all of that advertising money, right? Yes. But at the end of the day, it's still Disney and we can't be calling people pedophiles when they aren't. Exactly. And uh, with that news, it became clear yesterday that Aaron Rodgers was no longer going to be on the Pat McAfee show this season. But I do need to clear some things up. Okay. Aaron Rodgers was not necessarily fired from the show. And I went directly to the source. I watched the Pat McAfee show when he talked about Aaron Rodgers. And I read Pat McAfee's statement on X. And he's very clear to say Aaron Rodgers is still hopefully going to be part of the show down the road. Normally, what's happened over the last four seasons is when Aaron Rodgers' season is over with whatever team he's playing for. Usually that week or the following week is his last appearance on the Pat McAfee show. Okay, he just so, does it during the football season. But to be clear, Pat McAfee also said he's very happy to not have to deal. He didn't say with Aaron Rodgers every week, but he to deal with just the backlash yes. from people, from whatever else he deals with, with having Aaron Rodgers on his show. Yeah. And I get that. I hope Aaron Rodgers is never on that show again because he's... And this is my favorite part about this podcast is this part is completely opinionated. He's so arrogant. I cannot stand that man. And I'm so glad to not see his face on ESPN anymore. Well, you and Pat McAfee disagree because Pat said on Twitter that he hopes Aaron Rodgers does come back, but he's not sure what's going to happen when next season rolls around. Pat, put me on your show. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. I feel like a brand new person because I got this one simple item. I wake up every morning now and I look at my nightstand and it is so fresh and organized. There's no wires, no extra things. It's a five-in-one charger, like a station, and it's amazing. It's got a spot for my iPhone, spot for my Apple Watch, a spot to charge my AirPods, and then it has other spots where I can charge, whether you have an iPad, a Kindle, a Surface, whatever it may be, another tablet. It's got spots for that too. It's super sleek and small. You can get it in a few colors. Mine is white, so it blends in with my nightstand. I'm telling you, this thing is amazing. I put a link at themorningshowpodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. Episode 445 is now coming to a close, and we do have an area code today to celebrate, like a corresponding area code. The 445? The 445 brings us back to a place we've been to twice already. And we actually talked about 
in today's episode of the Morning Show podcast. Alabama? Philadelphia. Oh, capital of the measles. Where the measles live. Mm, yum. The measles sounds like it could be like a fun punk band. I was going to say, like, because it sounds like <laughs> Beatles. That's why. But uh, shout out to everyone. I know it's a newer area code, so I don't know if anyone that listens to this podcast actually has it. It's only been around since, I think, uh, the middle of 2018 or something. So do you think that kids that were born that year just got their area codes? No, I just feel like... You know, it's an older area or a newer area code, I should say. So I don't think that many people have it yet. Honestly, it should work like that at this point, though. When you're born, you yeah. should get a phone number. You pro- I mean, yeah. I don't know. Parents give their kids email addresses right away. Smart. My, and Instagram. My cousin has an Instagram account for both of his kids like the day they were born. So smart. But this is – listen, you can let me know how you feel about this. He does this and I feel like it's very cute. As a parent, but I think kids are going to end up hating it. He posts a picture of his kids on the account every single day. That is a little intense. I'm- like, I love it because they live in Lebanon, so I don't get to see his kids very often. So that's cool. Well, I've literally seen it one of his kids once. It, it's essentially a photo album. Yeah. But every day of your life, and he takes it, I believe, that day. So it's like a constant- I need to see this. Uh, tracking of the kid's growth. What's going to happen, though? The kid will think it's cool at first, and then they're going to turn 13, and they're going to be in a dick mood one day, and they're <laughs> going to delete all of it, and your cousin is going to be shattered. Yeah, hopefully he's like archiving them. He's a pretty good photographer, so I think he's taking okay. them on a real camera and saving right. them. Um, if you do that, by the way, if you've done that with a young kid, let us know. You can email us. Are you going to follow them? No, I just want to like, see if other. <laughs> I just want to see if other people are doing it, you know? I can't follow that many kids. That's weird. That is definitely that's, weird. That's real weird. Gonna get uh, you, you can, on the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> you can email us hello at Carla Marie and Anthony.com. And of course, no matter where you're listening from, whether it's the measles capital of the United oh, States uh, or anywhere, thank you for hanging out with us. Thanks for pressing all those buttons to get here. And we'll be back in your ears tomorrow with the Friday show. Thanks for listening to the morning show podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony.